You are listening to Any Given Sunday, Australia. Yes, welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in this household. Joining me today... Timmy, you are back. One week hiatus. The fans wanted you back. I'm you back. are recovered back, from whatever ailment you had. You are back. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Back back to 100%. I, uh, I heard you a few times say uh, that I shit the bed. Well, it was I had a stomach bug, so I very well nearly did shit the bed, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, so it, it, was, it wasn't just a little sniffle. I was I was on my bloody deathbed, mate. But um, nah, feeling, feeling good. Glad to be back. I uh, just want to say well done to Jackie Rain. I did an awesome job last week at, you know, a last last minute notice. So did very, it. very last minute taking over. He did well. Did did very well. So well done. Well done, Jackie boy. But you know that we were not going to let you get away with uh, just <laughs> taking a day off lightly. Nah, oh, if you, I would have been upset if you didn't get in here. So <laughs> that's how we roll. Yes, exactly. But uh, we get into the more exciting news. One week to go, mate. This time, well, not this quite this time next week, but Friday next week, we have games on our time. We're into it, mate. Finally. We have. So this is the last weekend without football. Which Look is, at uh, the little grin on your face. Yes. <laughs> I am uh, very, very excited. Did you, I know you said, we'll get into it. I know you said you're on your deathbed last week, but did you get to watch any games? Nah, mate. I, it's so, as well, it's um, finals time with local footy and netball for us in our family. So it's, Weekends are just absolutely hectic at the moment, but I did manage to catch the scores of the Raiders game, which um, mm-hmm. we took on the Pats. We knocked them over 23-6, um, which left us with a preseason record of 4-0. and So let's go, babies. 4-0, and not even just 3-0. and Every other no, team couldn't four, get 4-0. and 0. 4-0, preseason champs. Let's go. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, and I, I, did, yeah. I, saw, I saw a few other results, but like, um, you know, week three of preseason, again, probably not heaps of starters. Um, taking to the field, no. so. they did. Uh, I did find a lot of teams would maybe one or two series they'd play. Yeah, but, but the rest know, of it was all. Yeah, so it's it's always hard to get a, get a bit of a gauge. But I saw I saw your boys got rolled, and I saw um, a few other <laughs> surprises. Yeah, I checked up on those. So a few other not surprising results, but you know, regular season, you're not going to expect the results to go that that way. So yeah, yeah. Uh, there was definitely. Um, I actually watched little bits and pieces of of quite a few games. We. I did get yeah. a message from Scuba, our uh, our man who was hard to get on board, but now actually really loves it and sends me messages about when is it out. He yeah. was uh, he was home watching the 49ers and Texans on Friday. Yeah. I didn't see that game because the Packers are on. I was watching the Packers, but he was sending me updates because uh, Jackie Rayner said how shit the Texans were and they rolled them 17 I, to nothing. I so. saw that result. I saw that. <laughs> uh, but that was the oh, – there was a couple of other – Interesting, like the Bills got smashed by the Panthers, twenty-one nothing. Baker played in that game, and yep. he looked pretty good. A couple of good throws. Yep. Um, my multi missed by I think one leg. One leg. That's pretty standard know, effort. But, that's that's standard. Um, I think it was the the Cowboys. I had the Seahawks. Cowboys won twenty-seven twenty-six. 
Mm. That sounds about right. The other one that I was interested in, um, the... I've lost them. Uh, the Ravens went a one again, so that's twenty three, a record twenty three in a row. Which they are the only team that takes it really serious. Yeah, I remember here you boys were talking about that last week. <laughs> yeah, 20. very very serious they take it, but that's all right. It doesn't which, matter now because next week we have actual games. We're into the real stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. But there has been some pretty big news uh, yeah. this week. A lot yeah. of so it's. Um, They've cut down to the final 53-man roster, which we will we'll get to in a second. But Jimmy Garoppolo has re-signed, well, reconstructed his deal to stay with the 49ers. Now, yeah, it's effectively it's like a re-signing, isn't it? It is a re-signing as such yeah. because he was pretty much on like out. He was trade bait. He was uh, anyone that would take him. It, it does seem that no one wanted to take him. Um, that was my initial thoughts, that no one's want him. Well, his timing with having surgery in March sort of just ruined all trade prospects, didn't it? Yeah, that's it. Everyone, you, you, you're very wary of a quarterback that's just had shoulder surgery, especially. It's not just any surgery. I think he wasn't throwing um, the ball until June, so yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it so, makes it hard to get a deal done. A lot of teams that were looking for quarterbacks sort of had that had that spot locked down, like they, they traded and got quarterbacks in. So by the time Jimmy's fit again, they're not looking. Yeah, so, yeah but it is a very... Uh, so he reconstructed the deal. It's down to a $6 million deal from a $25 million deal, which a lot of people will look at that and be like, you know, you gave up. I think it was $18.5 million mm. he gave up. But if he didn't do that, it's probably I think it's more of a smart business move by him because if he was cut, which was yesterday, the, the cuts were yesterday, yep. he would have only been guaranteed $2 million. So he hasn't given up $18 million. He's gained $4 million, I think. Yeah. He's also guaranteed a number two spot. Yep. And realistically, that's going to put a hell of a lot more pressure on Trey. If he doesn't perform, they've got Jimmy G sitting there ready to go. Like, Yeah, exactly right. If he like, goes well, he, it's reconstructed that. So it's six million guaranteed. Upwards, he can, uh, I think, depending how much he plays and if, uh, if they make certain stages of the playoffs... It can be upwards of nineteen million that he can make. Yeah, he's got I'm roster. Not sure if that it's roster and playtime bonuses built into it. Yeah, I was going to say it depends on playtime. I yeah, imagine as well. It, yeah, it can boost it up to sixteen million, I think. And like you were saying, he's got a no trade and no clause tag um, built into it. Yeah, which like makes him number two to trade, and then yeah. allows him to explore free agency the twenty three season. So, well, he's, he's guaranteed free agent next year. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's been smart. He's looked after himself for next year. Mm. Um, and probably made made the best out of what wasn't an, an ideal situation. So it's yeah, it's, no, absolutely. Like, but but yeah, I imagine I'm not a 49ers fan, neither are you. But you know, week one, week maybe he shits a bed week one. I don't know who they're playing, but um, you know, imagine he's three or four series in, he's thrown a pick the first one. You know, he's a three and out the second one. You know, another pick in the third one. Are they all like the cameras will be over looking at Jimmy G? Is he warming up? Is he ready to go? Are they yeah. trace straight out? Are they, you know, the game's on the line? Like they're, they're still in, they want to be winning the Super Bowl. They're not just saying, all right, this year's just to wait and see what happens. So I, it puts a lot of pressure on, you know, Trey Lance and in that locker room to be like, well, at what point do we say, 
this is all presuming that Trey sucks. But <laughs> if he goes well, then they'll look like a genius and he's fine. But yeah. just if he does have those struggles, which he didn't play, he, he set out uh, for COVID during his um, college year. So he hasn't played any college. Yep. And then he's had two years as a sitting behind Jimmy. So he hasn't had much experience as far as actually being a starter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, how, yeah. How, like you say, how long are they going to let him go? When will they pull the trigger if he's not performing? And yeah. Ro- and yeah. roll Jimmy but back out. If he, and if he doesn't perform, then it's just more and more pressure, I think. Yeah, yeah. That he probably didn't need. Potential yeah, potential to, to snowball a little bit, but, you know, smart business decision by Jimmy anyway. To, by Jimmy, um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It yeah. looks, like I said, it looks bad that he's gone from a 23 million or 25 million down to a 6 million. But it's it's probably smarter than it is than what you, if you just look at it like that. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, some very not as good news, but it has turned out all right. I will say that straight away. Washington's uh, Washington Commanders rookie running back Brian Robinson. He was involved in an attempted carjacking and he got shot multiple times. So it was non-life-threatening, but he did end up in hospital, which, you know, he got shot, so that's probably fair. That's pretty standard, you'd, you'd expect. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd walk away from it, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> he did, But I have seen photos the last couple of days that he's already out of hospital and been back to training, and, and yeah. they did keep him on the 53-man roster, so that's yeah, I think the, that's good. Didn't even put him in IR, which is interesting. Well, the police, flat police, out him. police statement said he got shot in his lower extremities, so... He's got to shoot somewhere in the legs, but in the legs, yeah, um, yeah, non-life threatening. Obviously, not ideal coming into to week one of the season, but um, not sure how long he'll be out either. They they didn't really nah, say. That's right. Yeah, but they didn't put him on IR. He's just out. So, mm. how long does a gunshot wound take to heal? Is there a gunshot list? Does that happen very often? <laughs> Is that non-football injury related? <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, but, no. Yeah, good on him. Um, Sure we, he, we wish him all the best. Right. Yep. Yeah, but it's a very uh, not exactly like you said. The week, the week before week one. That's not not what you want, is it? Not good prep. <laughs> so, like I did mention, we got the big fifty three. Or so it was twenty seven. I reckon had to be cut this week. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you hadn't already started a cull, so there's some notable people that have been put on the unable to perform list, physically unable to perform list, and the injury. Uh, the IR list, which, as you said last week, means they don't have to be cut. They can be um, put on that list and retained um, for a later date as such. So if they're on the IR, can't play the first four games, though. So two, I think, pretty notable additions to that list um, were the Dolphins quarterback, Byron Jones, and the Bills cornerback, Tredavious or White. They've both been added to the list, so they will not be available the first four weeks. Yep. And that just means they have to cut someone down the line in four weeks' time, doesn't it? So to bring them back, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it gives like a, so it still gives somebody else a chance in that four weeks. It might be somebody else that gets cut. Yeah, yeah. Gives them a, gives them an opportunity to prove. Yeah, prove their worth. Um, but some notable releases, I think, um, for the fifty-three man to so make the fifty-three man. So the Miami Dolphins have released veteran running back Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played for the Patriots. I'm pretty sure he was a Super Bowl two time, two time Super Bowl, two time Super Bowl winner. So yep. that's uh, yeah, be interesting to see if he makes another roster. Like, so people can be signed now 
to other rosters. Yep. Um, the Texans have cut uh, Marlon Mack, their, their, well, everyone thought was their running back, their number one. And we were talking last week, me and Jack, about Damon Pierce. Looks like he'll be running back one now, which... Yeah, it gives him um, an opportunity. He was a early round pick in, was it last year's? Yeah, I last believe last year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it gives him yep. more of an opportunity now. Big call, yeah. cutting, uh, cutting the veteran. Yeah, which, interesting. But, yeah, if, if he balled out, then good on uh, Damon Pierce. Damon? Damien. 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 Uh, the your Raiders, mate. They've they've waved and cut their twenty last year's first round draft pick, the offensive yeah. liner Alex Leatherwood, big man. Pick seventeen, he, he was. He didn't start the, or didn't set the world on fire, obviously. In uh, second year, they've they've cut him. It's it's come at a price because they have to pay. I think it's about four million. They have to pay him because he's first round guaranteed so much for the first few years. But yeah, yeah. So if you're cutting someone and taking a, a chunk of money he hit, he obviously was not, you know, hitting the right targets or, yeah, or doing well, the right things. With McDaniel coming in, I think he had the he had the backing um, of the front office last year, but because uh, I think yeah. they started him at right tackle. Then well, he, they picked him, so you'd hope they back him. Yeah, that's right. Started him at right tackle, then moved him to guard, and he just he just wasn't performing. And so, yeah, under the new new regime of McDaniel, they've uh, yeah they've let him go. Just wasn't performing. Yeah, it's ruthless. We, uh, we talk about it all the time. It's a ruthless business. It really is, and it, it is a business. That's the yeah thing at the, at the end of the day, isn't it? So, yep. some other notable. I've just got a big list here that I'm kind of going through. Um, the The Bills, Tavon Austin. Uh, he's a not a rookie. He's a, what's the opposite to a rookie? I said a veteran. <laughs> a veteran, veteran wide receiver. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, there's one that I was thinking of. I'll go all the way down from Philly. I remember we spoke about it a few times. The the really quick bloke. I think he's been cut. Oh, the quick guy. Fine. Not the quick guy. Yeah. Uh, Josh Rosen from the Browns. So that's an interesting one. He's the quarterback they signed uh, when they thought that Deshaun was going to be for 12 months. Yep. So you obviously don't need to have three quarterbacks on you. On your list, so he's been no. cut. Yep. Um, I haven't found where the bloody hell are they? Tennessee. You don't know the quick bloke's name, just to really help me out while I'm <laughs> searching this list. It's um, a long list. Twenty-seven players each team. It's a I'm bloody letting long you list. flounder, mate. I've got no Thanks, idea. Thanks, man. Or really, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Devin Allen, the hundred and ten meter hurdler. Oh, I actually do know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So he's been cut. They cut him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. After I, I'm pretty sure he made a couple of big plays in the preseason too. So it's just for him. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, so, oh well. Yeah. I'm sure. But, hey, we need Packers need some. I know the Colts need some weapons. So what I'm about? Sure he, was he a receiver? Did you say sorry? Yeah, wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, Chicago with their stocks being depleted. Oh, they are floundering with. Surely they'd be. How many? Surely they'd be having a look. Cut some. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But um, absolutely. So yeah. I'm sure you can find a place somewhere else. Isn't it brutal? Like getting your list from 80 down to 53. It's a lot of it's a lot of tough yeah. a lot of tough conversations. 27 <laughs> is a it's a big number. It's a big big jump. And like you think we we 
you don't want to be putting people on IR, you know, you want to be as healthy as you can. So yeah. it's not as if you want to be like, oh, we can hide a few people on IR. And well, then you know, just... if you're putting them on IR, you, you obviously, you rate them high enough to have them on your list at some point. Yeah. Then so... you just potentially got to make cuts down the track. And so you're just, you're just putting off the problem until later, isn't it? But... Yeah. So they, um, a lot of these players, so you can have 16 players on the practice squad. Yep. So a lot of these players will make a practice squad somewhere. Yep. Um, that can be called up and signed by any team off the practice squad or the P squad, as they call it over there. But that's the practice squad. So. That's you know depending injuries throughout the year and things like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so they could um, almost be top up players off that. That. Sort well, of, that's they pretty much are. That's what it is. And yeah. I've heard um, that like a team can at any one point have like four or five like each week four or five. T- People come in, and you know we're we're looking a little bit light on in wide receiver. Come have a try out and just yeah. you know like a week to week kind of thing. So you're well, you're forever on the P squad. It sounds like you're on the move and yeah, quite hard. Like, well, we t- we talk about it all the time. The high attrition rate, like you know how often blokes are getting injured. So there yeah, there's opportunities propping up all the time. So it's not um yeah, it's definitely not the end of their season, is it? No, no, or career. Mm to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, one more cut that we're going to talk about. Did you hear about this um, rookie punter out of... I just I just kind of saw the headline. I didn't get uh, too much detail on the story, but it doesn't sound great. It doesn't, no. So the rookie punter... Matt oh, as a razor. A, a razor. It's like a riser or a razor, yeah. yeah so he came out this... He's He's been... Like for good good reason, like absolutely dominating in the first couple of games. I've hit some really massive bombs when he was punning, yeah, and actually had a pretty good name for himself. Mm. But he's now had a lawsuit filed against him in the San Diego court uh, that alleges in 2021, when he was at college, uh, that he was part of a gang rape of a 17 year old girl. Which, which is a very he very denies ser- he says serious that, allegation. Yeah, he's denied that the allegations are true or that, that it sounds worse than what it actually was, mm. um, which, yeah, but, they, but they've obviously done looks some like the bills have taken research. A, and, the bills have taken a stance and said, we're cutting you. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, Brandon Bean's come out and said that, you know, it's we're not we're not about this at all. So no, the current, current climate, especially with all the Deshaun staff and everything, franchises and teams are taking a bit of a stronger stance against this sort of stuff, which is only a good thing, I reckon. Um, yeah. It, it, he'll still have time to, you know, go through the due process and clear his name if he's if he's innocent or whatever, but mm. teams are teams are wanting to looking wanting to look to be strong on this and that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So he'll get his day in court, I imagine. Yeah. Um yep. and then if he, if it does come out that he or it clears his name or, or whatever the case might be, um he did show a lot of promise and and played pretty well in the couple of games he did play. So yeah, and if that's the case, you know someone will obviously pick him back up. Mate, punters are a dime a dozen if you can find a good one. So yeah, I imagine I imagine he'll find his way back under a squad if if the chance arises. Yeah. All right, just before we move on, talking about cuts, I just wanted to mention you shared it on the AGS socials yesterday. Seven Aussies making the final uh, fifty-three yeah. man squads, which is good yeah. to see. Good to see. Yeah, Aussie boys getting it done. There was no new ones this year, I don't think. Oh, Adam Goetz was a he was a new one. Yep, 
So I'm going to keep an eye on him. I like him out of the Jags. But yep. do you have the list? I think I know off the top of my head. Sipos is at the Phillies. There's the Phillies. Two boys at the Phillies. Oh, yes. Jordan Myelata. Yeah. Myelata. Um, probably butchered that one, but. 40, um, 49ers. Dixon, Dixon's at the. Uh, Michael Dixon's at the Seahawks. Wishnowski at the at 49ers. At the 49ers, yep. Um, How am I going? The Jags. Um, the new bloke. Got the Jags, yep. And then a couple more. <laughs> yeah, well done, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couple of couple of big boys. I remember just yeah. looking at their pictures, but yeah, no. check the uh, socials. Yeah, exactly. Get on, get on the AGS socials. There's a, yeah, there's a little clickbait for you. Get, get we do have um, some up. nicer news about you know this time of year. Like I said, if you do the teams that are getting players cut, it's a chance for people to get signed. So we've got a couple of trades. Um, the Jags have signed. No, they've sent their their wide receiver. Now, do you want to have a go at saying this name? LaVisca Chenault. Yes, well done. I reckon I'll give you at least five out of ten for that one. Oh, so right. he's uh, he's been sent to the Panthers to give Baker Mayfield another weapon. Yep. Um, but a only come out yesterday. A lot more surprising trade. Um, the Eagles have signed safety Chauncey Gardner Johnson from the Saints. Yep. Uh, now I heard a lot about this trade because apparently anyone who played against the Saints really. Did not like playing against. They call him CJ GJ. I don't. I don't know where the other second J comes from. Maybe it's a junior. He's probably got a middle CJ name. CJ GJ. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Apparently he's a nightmare to play. Like he's right up here, jams here at the line, and he's actually quite good at safety and plays in the slot receiver against the slot receiver quite a lot. Is that um, is that when he rolls into Nickelback? Is that what that's called? Yeah. So the slot receiver pretty much lines up in between the last offensive lineman. And the wide receiver. Yeah. So that's the slot receiver there. So he's kind of a bit more inboard. There are a lot more little in routes and cut routes and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's very well, good on the, the Eagles or the Philly for signing this. And they're only well, making moves to make themselves better in the NFC East. And Philly only gave up a 2023 fifth round and 2024 sixth round. Yeah. And got, and got him and a 2025 20, seventh round. So. People are saying it's kind of a pretty um, pretty cheap pickup for yeah, absolutely. So adding into there because it, it did look like well he wanted to stay at the Saints, but extension talks broke down and yeah, yep. This is what happened. So. That's what we we see it happen a bit. He probably yeah. he probably wiped his social media. He did all. That. Yeah. But don't laugh. He probably did. He probably he did. Unfollowed <laughs> unfollow the Saints. Yeah. <laughs> What you do these days? If I ever find that you've unfollowed me, then I'll be <laughs> yeah, I'll look be it up. The, the list of AGS uh, followers. Yeah. Ooh. Now I do have a story that I didn't quite get to sent to you. It was sent through from our own Brendo. He found a story our of man. the yeah Atlanta Falklands, which he's not a huge NFL man, so we've obviously started to swing him. But if he's sending me stories, love it. The Atlanta Falcons have signed former Maryland College. Mm. Uh, like gun lacrosse player Jared Bernhardt. He signed as a wide receiver and he made the 53-man squad yesterday. So okay, uh, a nice a nice story to finish our trade news on. Um, yeah, it looked like he was going down the – I don't know how lacrosse works, but he was touted as a pretty good player coming out of college, but yep. always had the dream of, of playing in the uh, NFL. So – 
he switched in his last year of college to a smaller school, but got to be a starting wide receiver. Got in the football program, yeah. Yeah, and then Atlanta saw him, uh, brought him on for for pretty pretty much put him on the practice squad, give him a chance. So he made the 90, 90 man uh, this year, and yep. yeah, he actually made the fifty three man squad yesterday. So good on him. That's awesome. There's a bit of crossover well with Brendo. Yeah, well done, Brendo. More importantly, but there's a bit of crossover with lacrosse and um, and football. You know, like it's pretty physical. Got sort of similar pads and gear on, but obviously lacrosse, you. Yeah. You got the sticks. Got stick, I, I don't man. know how he's up. Yeah, well, there is differences. So I don't know. He must have. He must have pretty good hands. Uh, yeah. Well, I did, yeah, I did see him. He, he caught a. It was a. I don't think they end up being at the match winning, but a potential match winning um, touchdown against the Jets. Maybe I reckon. So, yeah, he did look very. He's pretty tall, um, like pretty well built, kind of. I, I won't say. As big as DK Metcalf, but in that kind of mold, like he's very broad-shouldered and yep. But yeah, big lad, good, good stuff. He is a big lad. Now, one more uh, story just to finish our NFL news before we actually have some other news of our own. Mm. Um, a New Jersey man's been sentenced to three years in prison. Did you read this story or see this story? I did. I th- the gist of the story that I got from it was. He purchased a Super Bowl ring. It didn't say off who. TJ um, was the unnamed player. <laughs> TJ was the unnamed player, which I don't know who it was. From the, um, From the New Pats. England Patriots. Yep. He spent 63000 US he spent for this ring. Yep. Um, which, you know, obviously, I don't know if the other old TJ didn't think he deserved it or maybe fell on hard times or something, but yep. sold the ring. Oh, mate, got the ring and... Uh, apparently, as part of being in the Super Bowl team, you can request to get mini rings made up for your family. Friends and family, yeah. Friends and family. So he's requested four mini rings, but for some reason, <laughs> asked, well, I'm pretty sure you can work out right, asked for Tom Brady to be insignia on, yeah, <laughs> on it, the ring. Just Brady. Brady put it in the ring. Just Brady on the yeah. ring. Yeah. Yep, no worries. So he's convinced the ring people that he played, obviously, if you've got a ring, you Looks pretty legit. Yeah, got these four rings and sold them for eighty grand. Yeah, each. <laughs> so he's made a profit. Three hundred and twenty grand he made on these four rings. It was pretty cheeky because he had like oh, very. There was a broker who's like a ring collector who he sold the first original ring to, mm-hmm. and then he yeah, then he's called the manufacturers pretending to be this player that he bought. TJ. The, yeah, that he bought the ring off because he got that inside inside info that you can get the mini ones made. And then he went back to the broker to try and sell these other four. Um, that deal was kind of felt falling through. So then he went to auction and sold them for even more than what he <laughs> sort of it made a deal with the broker, and yeah, it all it all eventually came out, and he, he got busted. <laughs> Eighty grand though, that's uh... pretty funny. I think he sold them for a, I think he sold them for a hundred grand at auction. Oh, geez, so he's made more money. Yeah, he's cleaned that's up. That's hilarious. That's, that's pretty. But funny. yeah, he's been. I don't know. Did it? Did it say how he got sprung? I think the broker was onto him because... Yeah, I was going to say, that kind of... When a, a deal falls through, that's not really great. It, the broker became sort of aware that Tom Brady might not have had nieces and nephews or something, which is what this guy was saying the mini rings were for. <laughs> so hmm. it sort of probably just unraveled from there, I think. Yeah. Yep. You can spend three years in a... I think it's it'll be not a... Um, it'll be a white collar... Yeah, Joe, won't it? But yeah. that's that's fraud, baby. You can't do that. Yeah, it is three three of the best years, on it? Yeah, I'm presuming he doesn't keep the money. 
No, Dave doesn't get to keep that either. <laughs> that money was from somewhere else. So yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't part of the 100 grand. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got for our NFL news this week. We're going to move on next to the uh, preview of our NFL uh, AFC East with Michael Cunningham. We've got Michael Cunningham back from America, but... Boots on the ground. Before we do that... We have some breaking news that has been released slowly on our socials. I didn't actually tell you we're going to be doing this right now. We're going to release who I have got on. So been drip I have talked, teasing I have, everyone. I have I've been teasing just with little shorts here and there. Yep. Um, now you knew obviously about this in the making. Yes. Um, but I'm sure you would pretty similar to me and thought if he fucking pulls this off. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I've just it's been... been a couple of months in the making, but yeah. uh, I actually reckon we have a thing for this. Um, it it I honestly could not believe that it happened. Um, I, I sent out. Did you? Oh, you knew, so no point asking you who it was, but <laughs> or have a, a guess. But um, I put out that it was a wide receiver. So I spoke to Flog. I sent Flog a message. Yep. Um, and I said, do you have a guess? Who do you reckon it is? And he put out a couple of names. He actually said um, Cooper Cup. I was like, oh, geez, that's... That would have been a scoop. Um, <laughs> that would have been incredible. But he said, look, if you get a college player, that would be, you know, pretty solid. Yeah. I was like, all right. Okay. I'm pretty happy if I can pull a college wide receiver, number one up there in the league. Yep. Um, but... <laughs> I've got Alan Lazard from the Green Bay Packers, which I honestly could not believe. I did the interview at 5.30 in the morning last Sunday morning. I looked worse than this. I had to gaze <laughs> under my eyes. But Alan Lazard will join me uh, or has joined me, and I reckon it'll be a late Father's Day release, a late present for all the fathers out there. Yeah, this will be a, a, stand- um, a standalone episode. Standalone episode. Yep. Yeah. You can hear how nervous I was just to start with. <laughs> yeah. But yes, Alan Lazard has joined the Any Given Sunday team for an interview. Alan Lazard, mate. And I just want to say to yeah, all the listeners to appreciate the amount of work that you put in trying to get him and lock him down and, you know, <laughs> a credit to you. Good work for, uh, for getting it done, mate. Um, ah, thank yeah, you, mate. Looking, was... looking, forward for, looking forward to everyone being able to, to have a listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Like I, I really, until he was there, I didn't quite believe that he was actually coming. But yeah, he did yeah. come. So yeah. Alan Lazard will be on any given Sunday. As of I reckon Sunday will be release date. But and you'll, it'll be built up before then. Don't you worry. Keep an eye on the socials. And thanks to Big Al for jumping on. Oh, absolutely. He was <laughs> incredible. He was awesome. Awesome to talk to, which I'm sure yeah. you'll hear. But yeah. yeah. So, but don't, it's not about a scoop. <laughs> it wasn't a scoop kind of one. It was a, a good chat just to speak about him and his life and things like that. So. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I'm yeah. sure the, the listeners will be looking forward to it, mate. So well done again. Yes. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you very much. All right. We'll get on to uh, the NFL AFC East with Michael Cunningham. Sounds good. Alrighty, joining me now by pop, back by popular demand, being requested to come back on, which uh, I'd be privileged if I got asked to come back on. But uh, all the way, our boots on the ground, man, all the way from uh, US of A, 
Mike Cunningham, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Happy to be back. Uh, thanks for having me back as well. Yeah, we're going to get you to do the AFC East, which we know is not your division, but uh, speaking to you, you're pretty happy to come on and have a chat about it. Just happy to be on the show, absolutely. <laughs> the show's taking off, as you, you probably just heard our announcement. Uh, it's a yeah, good time to be involved. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, we'll get into it. We're going to start off with the Jets, mate. What do you got on the Jets for us? So I'll give you a little bit of backstory with me and the Jets. They were actually the first team I ever said I was going to follow in the NFL. Yeah, right. So you do have some history with this division. That's all right. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. That's, so, right. I mean, That's why was... I got you on. That's why I got you on. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had no idea about this either. But, no um... idea. No. <laughs> But they were the team I picked, like, before really knowing the sport. And obviously, this is going back when I was back in Australia days. And, I mean, probably 10, 12 years ago. And I thought, oh, pick yeah. the Jets. And um, obviously, that was a bad choice. Yeah, well, it was probably a good thing you jumped off and uh, jumped on Kansas. They've, they've gone a little bit better since then. Already. Yeah, just just well, Joe, Na- Joe Namath wouldn't have been around then, would he? You'd have been pre-post no, no. Namath. It was, yeah. yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah, they was, haven't yeah. had anyone since since I said I liked the Jets. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, they have had a bit of dramas with Zach Wilson's gone down. Um, yes. So it looks like Joe Flacco is going to start week one. Um, actually, on Joe Flacco though, he has one of the best. Or he, the team, the division that he has the best record against is the AFC East. So he's the right guy to have. I think his record yeah. against the Bills. I think I have it here. Let me take a look. Against the so he's seven and zero against the Dolphins and three and one against the Bills, and he has knocked off the Patriots in a playoff game in Foxborough before. Yeah, right. Uh, so and round one is against the Ravens. So a week. Oh one. yeah. Okay, so, so against his, his old mob. Well. Do you, I wonder if he beats though? Like I'm presuming he hasn't beaten the Ravens before. <laughs> I wonder. If I wouldn't, he wouldn't have thought. Where. He's beaten every team. I wonder if he's in that group. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he was at the Broncos for a little while, but probably would have got a shot against them when he was at the Ravens. So, I mean, there wouldn't be too many teams he wouldn't have he beaten. No. Yeah. No. yeah. Especially being a Super Bowl winner. Like, you've, you've beaten some of the better <laughs> teams, at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, hmm. That'd be interesting. How do you reckon, how do you reckon he'll go? <laughs> how, do, how do you reckon he'll go, though? Uh, well, I always liked him. Um I don't think he's going to be the problem if there is a problem. Well, there will be a problem. <laughs> I don't think he's <laughs> yeah. the problem, is he? So no. they've got, you know, they've got Brees Hall um, coming in at running back, which he's going to be good, but you know, he's, he's only got more development to come. It's probably their wide receivers. They're looking a bit, bit light on, aren't they? They've got Elijah Moore, they Corey are. Davis, Garrett Wilson. They're not household names, are they? No, I mean, apart from Elijah Moore, there's been big reports on him through training camp and things that he, he looks like locked in as the number one guy and he's performing well. Yeah. But, I mean, again, there's not much else there that, nah, to, to rely on. Right. Even all Tyler Conklin at tight end. They've got CJ Uzama as the second string. I thought he would have... I'd probably have him first. at one. Yeah, yeah, I would have agreed, yeah. Coming off a Super Bowl-making team, but that's... Yeah, fair enough, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But just a lot of, like, um, yeah, not very big household names, are there? Like, even their no. uh, fullback, you don't really have many fullbacks left. He's on IR, so he's out for the first four at least. Yep. Um, and then on defense, like, they got Sauce Gardner. He's going to be electric uh, in the backfield. But, again, just not 
much else. <laughs> and and defense has been their strong suit over the years, but they've lost a lot of those yeah. good defenders as well. So yeah, looking at their their defensive lineup, I couldn't really tell you too many of those names either. So nah, that's right. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty lean for the Jets this year. Mm, I reckon they're definitely the bottom of this division. If I'm going to go out on a limb and say that one, <laughs> but it's look they are in development. Um, getting players like like having a name like Source is very interesting to start with, but getting Source Gardner, he's he does look electric back there. So you, you got to start somewhere, I guess. So that's that's kind of where these guys are at. Yeah, definitely in a in a rebuild at this at yeah. this point in time. Do you have an unders overs for them? Oh, I mean, they're going to struggle. I would probably put them at maybe four or five wins. Yeah, five and a half is the unders, overs. Mm, I'd say maybe the unders are play there. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, they're going to play six games against the other three where you reckon they're going to... Well, besides Flacco, not many of them are going to have a winning record against, are they? No, no. No. Nah. I mean, do have a respectable kicker with Greg the Leg. Greg the Leg, yeah, he's um, has he signed there? Has he? Yeah, looks like according to what I'm looking at here, he's uh, locked yeah. in as the kicker. So yeah, big uh, big Zerline. Yeah, which he he was big over in the Rams for a few years. So was yeah. yeah. So when when your best player is the kicker, that's not <laughs> ideal, is it? <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah, nah. I reckon Flacco would probably be up there at their best, but yeah. I can't. Do you yeah. reckon? So, all right. Question for you about these guys: If Flacco goes, say, um, old mate misses the first four games, three or four games, and they're four mm. and zero, do they leave Flacco in? I think you have to. Yeah. Yeah, I think you. Would. I mean, especially I know if they are four and zero. <laughs> oh, if, if you're four and zero, I mean, if the, if the Jets come out in a four and zero, you you wouldn't yeah. be changing anything. You'd say, yeah. so, "Sorry, Zach, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick with here. Go go hang out with a few mu- a few mums. Yeah. Yeah, go, go hang out with a few with a few mums, and we'll we'll stick with Flacco for yeah. a while. Yeah, no, that's uh, well, I can't see them. I don't have their um, schedule up, but I can't see them starting four to zero. But it'd <laughs> no. be interesting if they did. Even three yeah. and zero, like well, two and two, you probably still maybe, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you'd have to think about it at least if they were two and two, because yeah, I don't think. Exactly. I mean, well, you said the over under is five and a half. If you've got two of them yeah, already, that's right. yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting. But all right, it we'll move on to the Patriots. That they are so the next three are actually a bit more interesting to talk about. I reckon the Patriots uh, next up, Mac Jones yeah. at quarterback. Um, their, their wide receivers are a little bit light on. Um, but otherwise, they're a pretty solid team. What do you got for us? Yeah, I agree. Um, I like, again, with the tight end situation, I, I the depth chart I'm looking at has Jonu Smith second yeah, behind Johnny Hunter Smith Henry. Is. Yeah. And I like Jonu Smith. I think he's a great yeah, tight end. They, they brought him in last year to be the big, you know, catching wide, wide receiver, tight end, didn't they? Yeah, and he didn't really get a heap of playing time and, and heap of route running. It was more he was in there blocking, and I, I think you've got to utilise him in the pass game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, looking at the receivers, it is it is pretty lean. Like, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, they're serviceable. And then, obviously, yeah. Devontae Parker, who's been around a while now. Yeah. Even, like, the, the backups, like Nelson Aguilar, he's been around a while. He's, he yep. knows the trade, but, yeah, they're... A little bit, probably a little bit light on in wide receiver than they are. Yeah, the they are. Of, what you would expect, especially, but 
you know, does Bill Belichick get the most out of them? Absolutely. You know, going forward, that's that's the thing, isn't it? That's where he's come. Really, I, I heard a stat this morning that out of their last 13, don't fact check me on this, out of their last <laughs> 13 uh, first round picks, they've only got two left. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I would have thought they would have retained more just because Belichick is such a good coach that he would be picking players you wouldn't want to have leave. But Yeah. But I think, oh, I know he's not huge on the, um, he goes out and like to real remote places and finds some real, I can't, their first round pick this year, I think he's a defense. Do I have his name? Oh, really? I don't. But everyone was like, what the fuck are you picking him? Like, <laughs> he goes real, real out there with his first rounders. But okay. Maybe that's why they don't stick. <laughs> oh, evidently, it seems. Yeah. Was it the center? Nah. I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, it was a bit out there, and everyone's like, "Whoa, what's going on there?" But they did get Mac Jones in the first round last year, and he's still there. Well, exactly. Last year and, before, so. and I think he's he's going going to be the key. It's all going to sort yeah. of fall on him how well they do. Um, I mean, running backs, Damian Harris and and Stevenson, yeah. they're they're serviceable again, but again, you're not going to get big broken tackles and, and big 150 yard rushing games from them. Yeah, they did have that game last year where they only had three passes. That's true. For, for the entire game. So there could be 150-yard runs. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, I take that back. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They did have that game where they threw three passes. Yeah, which was uh, an all-time low, I believe. Yeah. And, and, and Mac Jones... Their big thing, isn't it? And Mac Jones started that game too, didn't he? Yeah, should you? Yep. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, oh, we don't have a quarterback. Like, it's like nah, we're, just, nah, we're not going played, to throw yeah. the ball. Yeah. He had three. I reckon he completed all three, but only had three passes. Gee, let him let him throw a bit more. Jeez, come on. Oh, they won. So who cares? Yeah, it was well, that's the cool. Bills. It was freezing cold, and I reckon yeah, it was and... blowing. From memory, it was blowing an absolute gale. So yeah, like if you had a like a cross breeze, if you throw it, it's not. Yeah, wasn't a Could great go game. But yeah, but they won. So yeah, well, well I guess yeah, yeah, exactly. Can't argue yeah. with it. Nah, but their defense, I reckon, for a while has been their strength. And even looking across that, I, there's not a huge like Matthew Judon. He's um, their their left backer. He, he's their linebacker. Sorry, he's a name that sticks out. But besides that, Devin McCordy in the backfield. There's not really another big uh, name that I can see. Cole Duggar at safety's Duggar, yeah. serviceable, but yeah, not. Not really. No. So that'll be interesting. What do you got there, unders, overs at? Got to be higher than the Jets, but marginally, maybe a seven? Eight and a half. Okay, geez, I'm shooting low on these teams. You are going low on them. Um, <laughs> You're coming from a high pedestal being there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's City. true. That's true. Well, yeah, I look at these teams and I think, oh, geez, they're not very yeah. good, are they? <laughs> no. <laughs> So, well, considering you started with the Jets in life, you, you don't have a big base to build from. No, that's very true. The only, <laughs> only way was up. The only way was up, yeah. Eight and a half, which... Eight and a half. Yeah. I think that's a solid little, number. Yeah, I reckon the Bills get them. Um, they might split them with the Dolphins and they'll get the Jets. So there's three wins out of their division, at least. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they should. I mean, there's going to be two against the Jets, you'd think. Yeah, comfortably, you would have thought. Yeah, and like yeah. I, I, I might actually have their schedule. Oh no, that's not it. The computer's playing funny buggers on me. Yeah, um, go back, go back. I would think eight and a half 
the over is there's potential there. There's they could they could get nine wins. Yeah, I, I think they have to. I mean, you have to beat the Jets twice. You you might even have to roll the Dolphins twice. But definitely yeah. split, splitting that, and then I mean six six wins from your the, your non conference games. Yeah, well, look, I can't get it up now. It doesn't matter. But they did. They were going into the last week last year. They were on top of their division. They had to. I think the Bills had to beat them, and they did to replace I mean, them at the top. So they're always they around. Not aren't giving they? them enough credit. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Have probably the greatest head coach of all time. So <laughs> oh, absolutely. Do yeah. him. Maybe we're not giving them enough credit. Yeah, we're probably not. No, and I think that's maybe why the over is a play because they, Bill Belichick alone, you know, finds ways yeah. to win games they shouldn't win. So, yeah, that's right. Well, that's case in point, three yeah. passes for a game to beat the Bills. So, exactly. yeah, that that might be oh, eight and a half is probably right on the money. Could yeah, be, they could be a sneaky, you know, sixth or seventh seed into the playoffs this year. They could. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. If it, they it'll did. depend how they go against the Dolphins. If yep. they can sweep the Dolphins, then they're a, a bigger chance. Oh yeah! If you get four wins out of your division, there, I mean, yeah. and I mean, who knows? Bill Belichick obviously knows how to beat the Bills, so I mean, you yeah. can, if you can go one and one against them as well, that's he's five played wins. it once or twice in his career, uh, isn't he? Yes, just a couple of times. <laughs> uh, we will go on to the Dolphins. Uh, they are the team that I think everyone is expecting to jump. Um, in this division. Whether they can jump the Bills, we don't know, but they are expected to climb. And I think the expectation is, is warranted. I mean, obviously, got to, got to bring him up, and I brought him up on the other episode as losing Tyreek Hill, but obviously for the Dolphins, you're gaining yeah, him, and that's a, that's, a huge, that's a huge ad. Yeah, and a lot of the videos coming out of, of him, he has been absolutely on fire in training camp, so... Just dropping the deuce. Yeah, absolutely. But Tua, Tua what's third, third or fourth year for Tua? Like it's time for him to probably take that next step as well. I want to say it's his fourth. He, he's been there a little while. Um, he and had yeah. a lot of controversy where, you know, they started him, but they would take him out for two-minute drills. But That's then, right, yeah. Like there was a lot of controversy, and they never really settled on him as being the starter, but they have now. They've got Teddy Bridgewater in in the background, but he's a, a as good a number two as you're going to get. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is his chance now because there's been, you know, arguments for him saying he hasn't really had anyone around him. I mean, obviously he had Waddle yeah. last year who was, yeah. who was very good, but, I mean, you can't say there's no one around you this year. So it's really on him nah, to, to show. Nah, when you've got Hill, Waddle, Gasecki at tight end, yeah. even Cedric Wilson, I don't mind him coming from the... the I was going to say Dallas Stars <laughs> from over from Dallas. Switching, um, switching out of the hockey. NHL. Doesn't play hockey, yeah. Um, I, I always liked him um, over at the Cowboys. So, yeah, you're definitely right. Even in the backfield, you know, having... Um, well, Chase Edmonds, he's a, he's a pass catcher. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no excuses this year, I don't think. No, it's all on him. This is this is his year to prove what he's got and to yeah. prove, you know, he was he was worthy of being selected. He was here at number one. He was a number one. Was yeah. He? Uh, yeah, he was definitely or, up there. Yeah, came out of yeah. Alabama, didn't he? Or yeah, was he, he the one that played for Alabama and then left? I think. Nah, he, hurts. Hurt. It was him, him hurt, and Hurts yeah. there together. Yeah, I think he was there the whole time. I think he was Alabama the whole time. Yeah, uh, um, and their defense, even that looks they've they've um, 
added to it. And like they've got Melvin Ingram at, at yep. linebacker, Xavier Howard yep. in the backfield. Like they've got some big names in there as well. Uh, looking at the the list, they're the only two I I recognise. But um, if you if you say they're big names, they're big names. Well, Trey Flowers, they got him as second uh, second stringer, but he's uh, been more than serviceable over the years. And I don't know, I think they're looking solid anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely bigger wraps for them this year than there's been in the past. So, and like yeah. we said, it's all it's all on to us. This is their year to you know prove those critics right, and then obviously Tua to really step up and show you know he's worthy of where he was drafted and that he can perform at this level and and not only perform but win games and make playoffs. Yeah, that's it. Well, was it Tyreek coming out earlier in the off-season and said that he throws the best ball he's ever seen? So. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge rap coming from Mahomes, but I think it's... Yeah, uh, as I say, coming off Mahomes is a very interesting... Got to be a bit of smoke, doesn't we, it? We, we debunked that as saying that this girlfriend's better than the last girlfriend kind of yeah. statement. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a, that's you, a great, great way of putting it. Oh, 100%. You're not going to go there and say that... <laughs> Yeah, we won't go. We won't go too far in that. I'll get in trouble. Um, what kind of unders overs you got for these boys? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm shooting high with them, but I'm going to say eleven. Oh fuck! Yeah, eight and a half. <laughs> eight and a half. Yeah, for the Dolphins. Same, same as same as the Patriots. Exact same as the Patriots. Yeah, that's where yeah. I kind of was going. Whoever can split that, well, whoever can have that win, uh, will be better okay. off. Okay. Yeah, it makes more sense yeah. that you said that now because I didn't realise yeah, they were so equal, equally <laughs> rated by the books. Yeah, yeah, the um, books, and the books are really wrong. <laughs> well, they are very wrong. Well, I don't, I don't think you're too. What well, you are a fair way off according to them, but like if they get eleven, then that's that's. I reckon they kind of need the nine, ten, eleven wins to be like you know what we are heading in the right direction and have got the the playing group that we want together. Yeah, I would feel like internally they would have their benchmark around eleven. Yeah, if not more. Like, yeah, like I think I they consider the themselves win thirteen every year, but that's all right. <laughs> no one can, mate. No one can. Nah, that's right. <laughs> all right, lucky last, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Bills. I mean, these, I these mean, guys have been your biggest rivals in the AFC for a couple of years. They have, and I mean, you've only got to cast your mind back to the playoffs last year, um, and they... the best game of the year, or the best last oh, quarter of the year, anyway. Last thirteen seconds, oh, actually. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, maybe the Raiders versus the Chargers. That was a pretty good last quarter, but it was probably the game of the year. We'll say that. Right. Don't don't let your girlfriend ever tell you 13 seconds isn't enough. That's, that's all. That's, that's if all I can stop I and start, If I can stop and start, 13 seconds will be plenty. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, come, going back to that, to that game, they've got to be so fired up going out on that that I'm, I'm expecting the Bills to be lights out this year. I don't think they're threatened at all in this division. I think they're going to waltz through the division and already be focusing on playoffs. I think they're going to be super fired up after that Chiefs loss. And yep. I mean, you look through their roster and it's it's also There's only a lot gotten of stronger. I know. <laughs> yes, yes. And I mean, even adding Von Miller, like... Yeah, I know, got, that's a lot, got, isn't it? For like, six years. Guys, oh, like, it's not a six-year deal. Would, you wouldn't think they could fit in there. They're, they're finding ways to add, and I mean, I think yeah. they're going to be... Kicking the can down the road, mate. That's how, you, yeah. that's how you work it. Yeah, I mean, and Josh Allen. I mean, I'm in a fantasy league with you, so I don't want to give too much away about fantasy, but... Uh-huh. Which we will talk about in a second. 
Okay, but um, I mean, Josh Allen's got to be a quarterback that's on everyone's radar for fantasy if you can get him. I mean, yeah, you're not you're not breaking stories there, mate. Don't stress. <laughs> no, no. But like, well, you just look down their list. Like even their running backs, Devin Singletary, like more than serviceable. But Josh Allen can also run. Like they're yeah. so in a ten, and they're being real good. Stephon uh, Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Well, there's huge reps on James Cook as well. I hear big things about him coming out of training camp where he could almost be Jump. splitting splitting time with, with Singletary. So, I mean, yeah. running backs, yeah. And Josh Allen himself is a running back. So, yeah, as you said, like, there no problems running the ball. Yeah. And then they're, like, his pass catches. You've got Diggs. Gabe Davis was more than handy last year. I like Jake Kumaro. It's probably a bit biased being the fact <laughs> that he was a packer. But he was always there when we needed him. It was a nice little safety blanket. And then actually, probably one of my favourite tight ends uh, getting around that's not on the Packers, Dawson Knox. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, touchdown magnet. Yeah, absolutely. I actually kind of want a Dawson Knox jersey to go in my little lab. But oh, really? Maybe one day. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him. I reckon he's grouse. Yeah. I'd be surprised if I pick him up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like Aussies love the tight ends too. Yeah. The big, like, yeah. More like and a- crash kind of players. And like an AFL-style build as well. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not a bad shout. But then, yeah. like you said, you go across their defense as well. Von Miller's just come in to join. They're, I reckon their, their safeties in their corners are their real... Like Jordan Poyer and Michael Hyde, they're probably, they're probably second behind the Packers in their safeties and cornerbacks. Yeah, behind the Packers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, sleeping on the Packers. I've got them number one. Overall, in the whole league, in cornerback, absolutely. Oh, in corner, I thought you, I, I thought you meant winning the Super Bowl. No, no. Yeah, okay. no. Fucking if I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. But even well, even right down to like Tyler Bass, their kicker, he's yeah, like yeah. So he's not their best player, like the Jets, but he's very good. No, no punter anymore though. What um, the punter got released for? Oh yeah, <laughs> I spoke about that before with Cardi. That was yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, it's newsworthy. Yeah. It is definitely newsworthy. It made the news, but um, mm. yeah, I can't. I hope that it's not true because you don't like seeing that, obviously. But no, yeah. absolutely not. So he is gone. They do have a punter. They got Sam Martin, but he wouldn't have been the punter if. If Matt's area was there, well, we'll I have something to say. Go ahead. I, I just say, I did hear that. So Tennessee released their punter, who's actually from Buffalo, New York. So oh. I, who who was who was? I can't remember who the Titans punter was, but he was a, a pretty decent name for for punters, and he was released. So there is rumours that the Bills might was snag him. Big board bloke. Uh, I can't think of him. I, I, put me on the spot. I, I, if you talk I, dribble for 10 seconds, I can Google it. <laughs> well, I brought it up and I don't even know. So I, I didn't mean to put yeah. you on the spot. But yeah, apparently he's from Buffalo, New York. And there is rumors that the Bills might snag him just because he's local and was recently released by the Titans. And is someone who's pretty serviceable with the shoe. So I wish I knew who he was. <laughs> so the first thing I typed in for Tennessee punter, the first thing that came up was former Tennessee Titan punter Brett Kern. Is that who you're talking about? Won't be signing that. with the Buffalo Bills anytime soon. Oh, okay. Still. Okay, well, well there <laughs> you go. That's the first story that came up. <laughs> okay, well, there you go, Mike. Let's go, go sit in your uh, corner. <laughs> yeah, sit down and shut up. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Look, it's don't be surprised. Like, these stories come out all the time. So, 
Right. What uh, unders overs do you have for these guys? I mean, I don't see them losing too many games. Maybe losing four games. So putting them at thirteen-ish. They've gone. They've gone unders and gone eleven and a half. So when you said eleven and a half for the Dolphins, eleven for the Dolphins. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Now, now in, in retrospect, that looks pretty pretty weird to say. But um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Bills go over that. I think they're one of the top teams in the league. They're going to be considering yep. themselves contenders for the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you've got to yeah, think absolutely. Super Bowl teams win 13-plus games. So, I think yep. they're a chance to go over that. Overs is definitely a good chance. So, well, you've said the Bills at the top and the Jets at the bottom, but where do you have the Patriots and the Dolphins? Who have you got at the top of each other? That is tough. I, I think the Dolphins, I do, but... Belichick, Patriots, you can never write them off. But you I'd, never know. You just never yeah, know, yeah. I'd, I'd say the Dolphins, but it's not with much confidence. The sportsbook just agree with you. So the Bills are out front, $1.36 are flying. They're probably the smallest <laughs> ones I've seen. Wow. Um, Dolphins at 5 bucks, Patriots at 6 and then the Jets out at 18 So they agree with you. Yeah. So good on you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got something right today. Yeah, nice, nice. Now, like you did say uh, just before, I am in a fantasy league with you. We are drafting tomorrow, so make sure you're up and about. Tomorrow, yeah, it'll be, around this it'll be time, isn't it? What, what, yeah, what, day, what time is it for you over there? I think mid was 8 p.m. now, so I think midday's yeah. Yeah, a little earlier. Yeah, tired but... after a long day at work. I'll That's be right. Nice and fresh. A night shift. I'll have a night oh, shift. Oh, you work a night shift. shift. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. At least I'm not at work. But, yeah, true. Um, I was, I've got Tim back in a minute. We're going to talk a bit of fantasy football, so that'll be interesting. But I want to bring up a story with you. I want to do this with us because I sent you a message because you were in Vegas not too long ago. And I thought maybe you got a Bucks party or a birthday or something. And But do you want to tell us why you're in Vegas? <laughs> Yeah, I was actually in Vegas for a fantasy football draft. So, <laughs> one of the leagues I'm in... Why have you not invited our league to do this? <laughs> well, mate, if you guys want to come to Vegas, I'm always up for a Vegas trip. But yeah, these guys are very serious, and I've been in that league for maybe four or five years. They do an annual trip every year, and this was actually the first one I've gone on. But amazing. Like, it's the best way to do it. Like, you do have one day where you dedicate to the draft, but then you, I mean, you're all bonding over... Talking football, going out, drinking in Vegas, gambling, and I mean, yeah, it's the only way to do it now. I don't think I could ever do a draft differently. Yeah, I know. So tomorrow you're just going to be like, oh, what the fuck is this? this is yeah, shit. But, oh, I'm looking at a computer screen in my basement again. Like, exactly. Uh, so next year we'll get onto our commissioner Ryan Wall. He's got to make sure that happens. Yeah, listen up, Wall. Start raising funds for it now. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Hmm. Oh, mate, that's pretty much. All we've got time for now, but I did say to you that we've got a, a special guest on next at the Drew Cave on Instagram. Now, I did notice that you are in your basement. He has turned his basement into an absolute elite Green Bay Packers. Oh, it's a man cave, but it's like a viewing room. It's a bar. It's everything. You really got to sit back and watch, mate. This is elite. I will be tuning in very closely because, as you can see, I am in my basement. It is unfinished, and I need all the tips I can get to try and turn this into somewhat of a man cave because it's it's atrocious. It's an unfinished basement, so I'll be tuning in very oh, closely. Absolutely, mate. It is, it is absolutely special. So I appreciate you coming on, but uh, we're going to shoot over to the Drew Cave now. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. 
All righty. Joining me all the way from Dayton, Ohio, as seen on ESPN, Bleacher Report, and Barstools.com, the owner of the Drew Crave, Andrew Lamelli. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Appreciate you having me on. No, absolutely, mate. I appreciate you coming along. For those who, who don't know, can you just let our listeners know what is the Drew Cave? Uh, so the Drew Cave is, I mean, it's just basically uh, mine and my wife Kelly's little Packers sanctuary, if you will. It's our it's our fan cave um, that we have here in our, in our home, in our basement. It's roughly about 1,200 square feet finished, um, you know, fully finished, full bar. Uh, TVs everywhere. Yeah, I see. You got um, at least three yeah, TVs but, in there. It's, uh, it's yeah, incredible. Uh, actually, I got I got three right here in front of the bar. I got the big screen. I got one over here. I got the one in the restroom. So, yeah, You're never we, we missing got TVs any any snaps, man. any no, downs. You've got them all. Never, never miss, never missing, never missing any plays, man. So, yeah, yeah, beautiful. So, is it? It's on uh, Instagram at the Drew Cave. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is there and, anywhere uh, else we can tick, find it? Also, tick. Yeah, also TikTok uh, at the Drew Cave, and then obviously Facebook. Um, just go ahead and search the Drew Cave, and also Twitter. Uh, I'm not too active on Twitter. Uh, yeah, you know it's a lot of lot of treasure and trash on Twitter from time to time. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, also over there too. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it says I was just having a look at your Instagram. It says you established in 2011. Was it yep. all built up, ready to go, or have you just added to it over the time? Um, so, uh, the established in 2011 is basically, uh, so we bought this house back in, uh, May of 2011. And when we bought the house, the basement was unfinished. So it was just, you know, it was just a blank canvas. Um, I hired a contractor to come in. We kind of put our heads together and I kind of gave him some ideas of, you know, kind of how I wanted the layout to look. And, um, we, like I said, we bought the house in May and by that November, uh, walls were up. We had carpet here during the first installment. Um, you know, had the projector and all that stuff. So uh, that was 2011 is when it it, it all kind of stood up. Um, I had I had been collecting um, for some years prior to that. So I, I had had you know accumulated some some stuff that I that I had. Um, but since then, I mean, it's just you know I'm always always trying to make improvements and just always buying like new new memorabilia to put up on the walls and just you know just adding adding since 2011 so yeah yeah beautiful did you did you buy the house for the basement or did you see the basement and think you know what this could be bloody awesome you know what man um so when we moved here to ohio because we were we were in texas uh before we moved up here to ohio that's a hell of a lot closer um, to green bay then Right. Yeah. It's only about a seven and a half hour drive here from Ohio up to Green Bay. But um, when we were in Texas, um, when we came in and we were looking at houses, I mean, all the houses up here in the Midwest, you know, the majority of them have basements and stuff. So um, for me, uh, my wife knew that, you know, the the, the house that we were going to buy, like we wanted to have a good space as far as the basement to, you know, to have basically a fan cave. Um, and we were looking at all kinds of houses and, and this one in particular, when we found this one, uh, even though it was unfinished, you know, the, the upstairs was, was great. Cause it, it was, you know, it was just my wife and I, uh, and our dogs at the time, but just the way this house is set up, uh, the, the whole entirety of the house, they call it a ranch style house. 
Ah, yeah. uh, the basement was the basement was was you know all of basically all of the upstairs. So we we're like, yeah, man, that's floor plan. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. So as soon as I saw it, I was like. I told I told Kelly I was like mm, this one might be the one and she loved the upstairs so it it kind of it kind of worked out so yeah beautiful is you said uh, your wife Kelly uh, is she a big Packers fan as well born born and raised man she's actually yeah, she was actually born she was actually born uh, on the east side of Green Bay at St Vincent's Hospital um, and uh, she graduated from Green Bay East where the Packers used to play uh, obviously when they first started out. Uh, so yeah, man, she's she's born born and raised, man. Green Bay, huge huge Packers fan. Um, I think though, if you asked her today, who's a bigger Packer fan, her or me, uh, she'd probably say me. But uh, uh-huh, just I always, being nice. I, I, I always <laughs> yeah, I always I always let people know though that you know me, uh, her me meeting her, and you know obviously us uh, getting married and stuff like that. That really kind of through my Packer fanhood, like it took it to yeah, a, to a whole level. other level, man. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yep. You said uh, seven hours from Green Bay. Do you get to many games or are most weeks in the Drew Cave watching the game? Um, I mean, we try to go, we try to go to a game at least once every year. Um, uh, when was it? 2011 to 2020, we were living in California. So we didn't get a chance to, uh, to go to Green Bay for a game, but we did we did get a chance to go down to LA when the Packers came to LA in 2018, yeah. and then we went to we went to go see them in Frisco when the Packers went there uh, in 2019. So we've 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 stayed pretty pretty uh, uh, consistent with with trying to go to a game a year. Um, I hate going to road games. I'm actually uh, I think I'm like zero and nine. Oh seeing shit! The Packers, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Seeing the Packers, the Packers on the road, man. So I kind of feel like I'm bad luck. Um, but you know, with it, with Green Bay only being seven and a half hours now, I mean, we we normally get up for eh, I'd say on average probably two to three games a year. Uh, last year was a big year for us. I think last year we went to I think we went to six games total up there yeah, up brilliant. in Green Bay. Yeah. So yeah, especially after COVID yeah. and not being able to go to anything like. Yeah, Being able yeah, to get for up sure. There would be pleasure. Yeah, for sure. We were actually we were actually fortunate enough though during COVID. Um, I think it was I don't want to say it was when it was dying down, but uh, <laughs> at a at one point when they were letting fans back in, I think it was late. I think it was November. Um, we were actually able to go to uh, Indianapolis to go watch the Packers in Indy, and that yeah, was yeah. during the whole COVID. Yeah, during the whole COVID uh time frame and uh it was actually quite nice man because there wasn't there was like the the stadium wasn't like jam-packed and yeah uh, absolutely you know you had you had room and stuff like that so uh so yeah that was but again we went to, it was an away game and we lost yeah. so it kind of yeah. <laughs> so you're not let it go to away games anymore mate no man put a ban on it you know what i tried i tried to i tried to um i tried to kick i tried to kick the 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 losing streak Last year, it was the last game of the season in Detroit. I knew the starters. Uh-huh. We all knew the starters were going. We all we knew we knew the starters were going to play the first half. So I was yeah, like, you know we what? Had they're back get, they're, back. We had back. Yeah, they're they're going to get a lead, and we're we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and win this game. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go. So I went up there with a bunch of my with a bunch of my friends, and uh, yeah, sh- 
sure enough, we ended up yeah. losing. So yeah. no uh, more, no more away games, man. No, no more away games. games. Yeah, no. beautiful. When the Packers <laughs> get a, a Super Bowl, maybe then you can go. But before that, you know. No, hell no. I ain't doing. No, I ain't even gonna do that, man. No, uh-uh. uh. Oh, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It depends on it. It depends on it. The if the if the NFC is the home team that year. Yeah, they're the home right. team that yep. year. Then we'll I'll allow it. But if we'll they're, the, if they're yeah. the away team, then nah, man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I've only been lucky enough to go to one game, and I'm one and zero. So I reckon I can come back. Yeah, absolutely, man. You got a you, you got a winning streak going right now. You on a yeah? You got a yeah? You on a winning? It was train, uh, so. 20, 2017 opener against Seattle. So, but it's about a twenty twenty two hour flight for me to get there. So probably a little bit. I was harder at that it. game, man. Yeah, grass. I was at that game too. I and I can tell you, I know it would have been nice to have a bit of room, but having 85,000 packed in was bloody special, oh, yeah. I thought. For sure. Yeah, I was at, I was at that game, man. That's that's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, Small yes. world. <laughs> you uh, you said you're an avid golfer and you've got everything from your own Drew Cave golf balls to I see yep. there's some you've got whiskey and you got a, you got beer and everything. Is there anything you don't have or is there anything you you want to get? Uh, I mean like golf wise or just oh I mean, just anything like i mean there's man there's always stuff that i you know that i'd love to to add down here to be honest with you man i was uh actually my buddy that helped me do the renovation when when we moved back here to this house back in 2020 uh he's the one that helped me rip up all the carpet we did all the construction we built the bar from scratch and all that stuff we were actually just talking the other day his name is uh his name is bo i, I call him the packer jesus um, but, uh, uh, he, uh, we were talking the other day and we were actually talking about busting down one of these walls that I have up here that leads to a storage area and, uh, we might actually extend it. Uh, yeah, grass. hopefully, hopefully next year we might actually extend some space and in the off season, obviously. <laughs> yeah. In the off season. Yeah. Probably throw a, a pool table or ping pong table or something like that. Just with some more seating and a couple more TVs, um, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, but as far as like certain items, I mean, there's, there's so many unique items out there, man. I mean, to collect, um, I know a lot of guys, uh, that collect, I mean, you know, big ticket items, man, anything from, you know, game worn to, you know, rare pieces from, you know, being at the game at the ice bowl and stuff like that. And I mean, if I get my hands on some stuff like that, that'd be cool. But, uh. I don't know if there's anything in particular right now that I'm yeah. that I'm really looking forward to, except potentially, you know, buying another replica Lombardi trophy to add to my trophy. Yeah, so, yeah. maybe that's, a couple more what, over the next few what I, years. That's what I really want, man. Yeah, that's absolutely. What I really want. Yeah. Is there is there anything that like your favorite piece of memorabilia? Um, I mean, I, there's a lot of picking your I mean? favorite child. You just yeah, can't quite do it. <laughs> I mean, there's 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 a there's I have some really I don't know, man. It's it's really hard to to put a finger on on my my favorite piece. Um, I had the club seat from uh, Lambeau Field from when they did a, did uh, the renovation. I mean, I I had this really cool picture that was signed by Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Cherry Star. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, there's I mean, there's so much stuff around here, man. That it, it's really hard to to put a finger on it, but. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I recently got a Vince Lombardi uh, signed piece uh, this off season, so 
yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's really it's it's hard to yeah, say. Yeah, oh no, yeah, this absolutely. is my this is my favorite piece. Um, but yeah, so it's a good spot really, to be I, in when you've got so much to to choose from. I reckon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm only just starting on my uh, my own man cave. Do you have any advice? What should I be? What do I aim for? What do I get done first? Or, you know what, man? I, what what I try to because you know, I mean, uh, there's some folks that actually you know they they shoot me emails and DMs and, and kind of ask the same question. Uh, the first thing I try to tell folks, man, is just uh, kind of find out what kind of theme like you're you're really trying to go for. Is it more of the you know look but don't touch type of place that you want to have or is it the you know have a bunch of cool stuff and and you know just trust that none of your your friends or anybody's gonna break anything but you still want to have a good time in your space right like with my space I mean I have a lot of you know a lot of stuff here on the walls I mean you know just the framing alone of some of my jerseys I mean it it, you know there it's really good work and you know it, it costs a pretty penny but I have a fully stocked bar um, I mean, we have karaoke down here. I mean, we yeah. got the arcade machines. So it's like, for me, our our main thing was we wanted to we wanted to create a space where, you know, people would get the wow factor as soon as they they walk down. Like, oh man, it's it's a lot of you know a lot of really nice stuff, but they don't feel uncomfortable, you know, turning up and having a beer or having yeah. a drink or taking some shots or whatever, whatever, watching a game and and you know just having a good time. Um, so that would be the first thing, man, that I would say is just kind of, kind of figure out, you know, what kind of vibe you want to have in your, in your space. And then from there, build it out. If it's, if it's basically just going to be that you just want to have, you know, you just want to collect. Great, man. I would say, get everything really nicely framed up, get a bunch of glass cases, you know, get all your helmets displayed and all that stuff. Um, but, you know, if, if you're trying to host and, and, you know, have games and have people have a good time and and uh, kind of have that vibe, man, you got to have a bar, man. You got to oh, have absolutely. a bar. Yeah, you like you said, the pool table and things like yeah, that. You gotta, you gotta yeah, you got to have a – yeah, some, type, some form of entertainment. So, And how big is uh, the biggest TV you've got? Um, So I have a 100-inch um, – it's actually I actually downsized it because I used to have a 125-inch was the projector. Now yeah. I have a hundred inch um, over here. That's the the main uh, the main viewing area. And then really here at the bar, I have a a, a sixty inch in the corner with two uh, two twenty six inches on the sides, and then another fifty over here. Um, and then it, I think it's like a thirty two in the bathroom. Um, I have another fifty inch in the in the storage area that I just got to find somewhere to put it. Got to find a spot to put I it. Don't, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where to put it, so I gotta I gotta figure that out. So maybe once I once I uh, extend it, maybe I'll. Yeah. Well, you got, you can't play pool there. and not have a TV there. I don't. Oh think. yeah, for sure. Actually, I'm thinking about uh, I'm thinking about potentially doing one of those uh, mini jumbotrons. Um, there's oh, a yeah. yeah there. Yeah. Do you have a, a ticket that, with all the scores and things like that? I as do. Well? Yeah. I do, I do. I have both of my tickers. Um, I have a, uh, I forgot how big this one is. I think this is like a 50-something inch. I have a, and then this, I think the one I over here I have is like a 42 inch. But both tickers are from Skybox Sports Network. Um, uh, one of my, uh, one of my vendors that I, that their products are just amazing, man. Um, the tickers have their live scoring uh, you can get custom messaging on them. So, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool to sit, you know, here and watch at the bar and then, 
you know, you got the scores kind of scrolling through. So kind of gives yeah. you that that full like sports bar feel. So yeah, absolutely, sure. especially last Sundays of the year, that'd be perfect when you've got a couple oh, of games yeah. to watch. Oh well, yeah, yeah, and especially too with fantasy because you know everybody's looking yeah. at stats and, and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, beautiful. What would a so Packers are playing away? You know, Sunday night football. What what's a typical Sunday look like? Um, well, it depends, man. Um, for us, uh, whether it's a one o'clock kickoff or, a you know, a late afternoon, four twenty-five kickoff, or if it's a super late primetime game, um, normally for me, man, I'm normally up around seven o'clock, start prepping, uh, getting food ready, getting everything cleaned up down here. Um, and then just depending on when the, when the kickoff is, folks will normally show up hour or two before we'll be outside in the in the front yard you know playing cornhole already you know kind of get getting a, mini, that, get uh, a tailgate going yeah yeah you know we'll get the cornhole going have some music outside um you know start slamming down some uh some lubricant and then um yeah man and then you know then everybody kind of congregates down here and you just get ready for packers football man so Absolutely. how many people do you reckon you can get in there um normally normally my my uh my game day crew we're normally about i don't know anywhere between anywhere between 15 to 25 normally um if i end up throwing like a watch party where i actually invite some folks that you know have been asking me to come over or whatever we normally stretch it out to maybe i don't know 30 comfortably um i did i have thrown a couple parties down here where we've had upwards of Gosh, I think the one that I did last year for the Bengals, it wasn't for the game. It was a pre-party the night before. I think total heads I counted um, in and out of the house, I think it was like 75. Wow. So, yeah, that and was – The game uh, was uh, – that was a very tense game. I was up – that was 4 a.m. Four for me to get up and watch that game. That, and, uh, was, a, that was a heart attack of a game. Ooh, man. And yeah. I, was, I was a little hungover that day too. See, but that's the thing though. <laughs> So they played in Cincinnati from where I'm at in Dayton to the stadium. It's only about a 50 minute drive. Yeah. I didn't go to that game. No, and we won. We would have, uh, they would have made that won. kick if you, McPherson would have made that kick for sure if you were there. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why I'm so glad I didn't go. But I was <laughs> over here watching the game, just losing my mind. So, nah, so yeah. Brilliant. I've already taken up a lot of your time. We'll just finish off with a bit of Packers talk, mate. How are we going to go this year? Man, for me, from what I've been seeing with all the reports on, you know, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or whatever, how training camp's going, um, for me, my, you know, I'm not really too worried about the receivers. I think Rodgers is going to make, Rodgers is going to make the receivers do what they do, you know, yeah. and, and honestly, I wouldn't has. be, yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised um, if you see uh, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones just have some, you know, record breaking receptions out of the backfield as running backs, right? So I'm not really too worried about that portion of it. Um, for me, my biggest concern is the is the O-line. Um, it was really – it's been my concern going in, but then, you know, as of, as of the last couple of weeks, seeing Elton Jenkins, you know, in pads, uh, you know, taking reps, and then obviously Bakhtiari coming back, those are good signs. Um you know, Josh Myers, I th- he's obviously solidified at, at, at uh, center. The guards, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But my, my concern has always been the, has, has been the O-line. 
I think as the O line goes, if they can keep if they can keep uh, Rogers protected, I think that's going to be the key, man. Because we all know. I mean, you you've seen what the defense looks like. The defense yeah. is stacked. Absolutely. Um, the defense is stacked and and, and only got reports. better in the offseason i think yeah yeah and i've been reading you know obviously you read everything on twitter and stuff like that where the the number one d is over here just dominating the number one offense where you know rogers and the number one offense has been getting frustrated and all that. so that's a good sign for our defense um so yeah like i said i think for me uh it's it's really i'm really curious to see how the o-line is going to shape up and uh and i don't know man these first couple preseason games i know we brought rich Passaccia in and everybody's so high on rich Passaccia, you know special teams you know he, he's gonna turn the turn the uh special teams around but man this punk coverage and this kickoff coverage they need to they need to figure this out man yeah. so and i'm also a little concerned too with you know mason having his uh his uh, uh procedure on his knee and not kicking and, and really not not practicing that's that's a little bit of a um you know, question mark going into the season. Yeah, but, and having the, the we had a bit of snapper, long snapper troubles too before that. Yeah, it, so. yeah, yeah. I am happy. I am happy that they got uh, uh, Pat O'Donnell. Um, yep. I think he's a, he's a hell of a punter, and supposedly he's a hell of a holder. And I think that's why they brought him in. So that's great. Uh, Love Bohorquez last year, but he couldn't hold that damn football yeah. for anything. So, um, but you know, as, as with anything. Uh, we run the North, so I'm not really too worried about the division. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna I going to be there think, when the whips are cracking, aren't we? Yeah, and, and I think I think the I think the NFC, to be honest with you, is kind of wide open. Um, I mean, you look at teams like I honestly, I mean, I don't think the Rams are going to be what everybody's expecting them coming off of a Super Bowl win. Uh, Brady and the Bucks, they're already suffering crucial injuries and, and losses on on that team with like his offensive line. And I know they added Julio, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, the NFC just seems so wide open. Um, I think we're going to have a good year, man. I think, yeah, I think Rogers absolutely. is going to prove, a, he's going to prove a lot of the doubters wrong. I think a lot of these receivers are going to step up more than what anybody has been giving them credit for, you know, ever since uh, Devonte decided to go to the dark side so yeah literally the dark side for yeah for real yeah. Nah. <laughs> so uh all right mate we've got a, a packers preseason game just about to start so i won't take up any of your time any more of your time but i really appreciate you coming on uh and i'll have to get you on when we're six and oh and the packers are flying again let's do it man i i, I will make myself available man i, yeah, I will, beautiful. I will I'll, I'll pencil it in and, and, and plan better next time so. and i'll make sure that when i'm over in dayton I'll, i'm coming in for a game let me know man you got you got a place here brother brilliant thank you very much mate i appreciate it all right man for sure go pack go go back go good man <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back, Timmy. That was uh, we just finished up with Drew, the the Drew Cave. Um, which uh, have you ever thought about getting a man cave, mate? Which you know, full grown man hasn't thought about getting a man cave, <laughs> like, an elite man cave like that. Of course, in, I've thought about having a man cave, but yeah, in the basement of his house, the Drew Cave is just absolutely next level. And obviously, for you being a, a green packer, a, a packer's nuffy. It's yeah. just 
absolutely. It was yeah. only a little bit of Packers talk. It was Ten mainly talk you. about how do I get some of these caves. <laughs> but no, nah, he was a good man. He, he jumped on earlier in the week and it was really good to talk to him. So I appreciate that. Um, but we move on. We Our NFL Nuffy that we missed out on last week because we you did. were... Everyone would have been... Bloody spewing, very upset. That we I had just... messages saying we need the Nuffy back. We need so, the Nuffy. I'm back. I'm what back. have you got for us this I'm week, mate? So this week it is fantasy football for the NFL Nuffy. So yes, correct. Last Sunday, I, I've joined a league with um, some blokes from my footy club. And oh, do we have a? We don't have a cheer or clapping. I can uh, find a clapping. That's okay. You <laughs> don't need to clap. You don't need to clap that. <laughs> um, we we ran our fantasy draft on. Sunday. So ideally, it would, it would have been good to do the Nuffy before that, but we're just going to explore a bit of fantasy football stuff post-draft. So I'm going to have a yep. little bit more knowledge myself now. But yeah, we're going to pick your brain about fantasy football, my man. And you can tell us how you went. We've got five, ten minutes on it. Let's go. I will tell you how you went. So start us off. Um, fantasy football. How does the how does the scoring work? For So you can you can adjust your rules in your league a little bit. You can. Bit. I was going to say, that's, that's a hard one to answer because a lot of leagues are different um yep. it's pretty much oh, anything that's good can score points so a lot of yeah. a lot of leagues will have so i'm in about four different leagues <laughs> yeah which is pretty standard for a, a guy um <laughs> but so each league can have either a lot of them will have a defense and a special teams together so you'll pick a team as part of that Yep. Um, so you might pick the Packers or you might pick the Raiders and that's your special team and defense team and they, they score on sacks and force fumbles and they lose points for like points scored against them. Yep. And like made field goals for the special teams and things like that. Yeah, punt returns, um, but, things like that. Yeah, I'm in a couple of leagues that don't have any defense, um, which I'm fine with that. It's purely an offense one. Yep. So it's pretty standard, you know, the quarterback's you do – I can think off the top of my head, the one I'm on with Ryan Wall, who was on not too long ago, and Dan Chitty, he was on as well. We got yep. one. Yep. I reckon it's like 0.4 of a point for every 10 yards thrown by a quarterback, something like that. So if you throw 300 yards, then it's going to work out to be you know, roughly 30 or 40 points. Um, and then obviously rushing yards they for the quarterback and the running back. The wide receivers and tight ends, it's points per reception and then um, per yards they also get. Yeah. So that, that I imagine that would be more. I, I should have had them. Well, I can't have them. I didn't know what the question was. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> for a wide receiver and a tight end, I reckon it will be more than 0.4 per yard. It will be might even be one. Yeah. Like and a point per yard. So. You're going to see it's going to be a little bit different to what we're used to with um, – AFL, Australian rules, sort of fantasy. Yep. Like, yeah, you can actually score quite big per player. The, the actual individual scores per player per game are, are going to be a little bit smaller than, than what we're used to yeah. seeing there, aren't they? But if you, so normally... But, it, but it's, all getting, rel- it's all relative, though. Exactly right, yeah, yeah. If you're getting a 30-odd, I reckon in most leagues that I'm in, if a team's a player's scoring about 30, that's that's a big day. That's right. Whereas, yeah, you look at AFL and it's like, you know, 130, yeah, that's, two, that's yeah, a good day, yeah. 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 So then... Therefore, the importance, which I saw, and you know, it, I did a little bit of prep leading into the draft, the importance nice. on positions. So the most important position, do you think, to pick in your draft? Um, in terms of point scoring potential, yeah. Potential, if you've got a, a running back that 
also gets catches out of the backfield. They're they're probably like a jo- uh, Jordan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, or like a Christian McCaffrey. A few years he was huge. Yeah. Um, yep. But then they had a couple injuries and that set him back. But yeah, I reckon a, a catching running back who gets a lot of the yard, like Derrick Henry, he doesn't doesn't get heaps of catches, but gets bulk yards. Um, they're they're the highest scoring ones. And then again, if you get a, a quarterback, a Jonathan. Uh, jo- fuck. <laughs> a Josh Allen. Um, You're crumbling under who, pressure here, mate. <laughs> I know, I know. A Josh Allen who throws high yards, high touchdowns. Um, and, and rushing. can also run. Yeah, yeah, so they're also pretty high. Yeah, which being, you know, the nuffy that I am, leading in, not mm-hmm. having done any prep, going into the draft, I think, oh, you want to pick your quarterback. You know, you want the big-name quarterback first because they're the most important, yeah. but it's that's not the case, is it? Not so- always the case, no. Nah. There, there's probably two or three that have gone pretty high this year. And then I've also done a bit of reading uh, for mine where they're, they're, the more the bigger nuffies than us who do fantasy football, you know, religiously over in America, Yep, they're all saying that the, the quarterbacks are being picked too high. You know, they're second or third round. They're, they're going second or third pick, like... Yeah, okay. I picked uh, in the one draft that I have done. I've got another one tomorrow. Um, the one draft I have done, I think I picked Herbert at three, which, yeah, yeah. according to that, was too high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think he's going to have a good year, so I like Herbert. Yeah. So um, once you've got your team, so it's, again, your league, uh, each league can be a little bit different, but you're going to see um, maybe seven or eight. Is it starting positions, um, potentially quarterback, a couple of running backs, a couple yeah. of wide receivers? Again, it's all different. And you got flexes as well. Do you have flexes in your league? No, I don't think so. So a lot of things you have a flex or a super flex where it can be a position where it can be a wide receiver, a running back, or a tight end. We did. That Sorry, no, we did. We had one flex. So it was a wide receiver yeah. or a running back. Yep. Yeah. So we got, Again, I'm just thinking about across a couple of legs. I've got a super flex in one of them where I can have a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end okay. in that spot. Yep. Um, yeah, I've forgotten the question, but that was part of it. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's all different. Um, legs, you can have two quarterbacks. You can have just a single quarterback to make it a bit more like an actual team. Yep. I reckon a majority of them would follow what a team would look like. Yeah. So you're going to have one quarterback, probably two running backs, and then, you know, th- Two or three wide receivers, a tight end, and then a defense and a kicker. If you're part of that as well, that, yeah, that's so. That's pretty much the makeup of our team, of our sorry, yeah, our league, the teams in our league. Yeah. And then I think you've got six, and then you have a bench, six six bench spots, and I think then three reserve spots or something. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of a, a lot, lot of them will allow for an IR as well. So you can if you, you do have someone that you want to keep, like say you get Patrick Mahomes and he hurts himself out for two weeks, you can put him on your own team's little IR. So you you've kept him, yeah, but you can. Um, bring someone in for those couple of weeks, but when you want to bring him back, you have to get rid of get rid of that other one. Yeah, yeah. and so that leads into my next sort of little question. So during the season, you can do uh, trades like within your league. You can you can trade every week. Is it you can sort of offer trades uh, to everyone, or it would be a, yeah, yep. So yep. You, you should have a commissioner for your league. They can yep. Um, where they can say no to these trades. Yeah, okay. Um, if okay. they're a bit outright. Like if you might have someone who's floundering and they just start trading out all their good players, you can have a, the commissioner can say no to these things. Okay. Um, I didn't but know yeah, that. You, should yeah. be able to, you can trade every week. Yeah. I'll have I, to. I don't think there's a, the, the, 
Normally not a limit on your trades either. Yeah, I'll have to get in Bucky's good ear for that one. Make sure all my, <laughs> all my trades go avid, through. Avid listener, Bucky. I don't know him, but I like nah, him. He is, he is. He's our reserves coach. He, he, he gets on the AGS every week. He loves it. He missed me last week. Uh, he, he hit me up straight away. He was like, oh, you're not on the potty this week, mate. <laughs> but, um, yes, I'm shitting the bed, mate. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, obviously, with the bye week, um, each team having a bye week, you want to look at rotating your players off your bench um, yeah, in and out. That's when you've got to have a good, good like, I I love the Packers and a lot of love, love for the Packers players, but we got to buy in, I reckon, week 12 or 13. If I've got nothing but Packers players, then I'm, I'm going to lose that week for sure. So you got to, you have to bet with your, or not bet, but play with your head, not your heart, and yeah. make sure you've got a good spread of players. You so got, yeah, you've you got to cover, cover, your, cover your spread a little bit more, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, very good, mate. Well, that was that'll probably do for you know the nothing. Right, the, the, there is one point that I need to make um, let's, for let's, all. Let's go. Uh, fantasy teams, you need a good fantasy name. You can't just have uh, yeah, a yeah, random yeah. like Tim's team. You have to come up with a good funny name. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your? That's one thing. If you haven't got one, what's your go-to? Uh, I always go. I don't know if anyone actually knows where I got it from, but do you know that Key and Michael? Peel, yeah, 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 Peel, yeah, 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 Peel, yeah, yeah. They um, how they do the. This is where I got my name from. Um, they they go through the the students' names. Oh yeah, yeah. So and they always it's always the, A A Ron, the substitute teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the substitute. And they pick A A Ron. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is obviously my quarterback, so my team is A A Ron. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually spelled it out. There. I'm yeah. pretty happy with it. No, there's not, some na- there's some team names. Ryan Wall's team name last year, which uh, was turned out to be pretty true, was Deshaun's massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some very controversial and funny. Names. That's pretty good. Funny names out there. No, I don't mind that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's good. Good solid advice. You want a good team yeah. name. Yeah. You want a good team name. Yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah, so just with everyone, round one coming up, obviously there's going to be a lot of drafts happening um, yeah, this week. within the next more, week or so. You've got two more yourself. Hopefully yeah. uh, that'll help out a few listeners. I would have loved did to. You get a, did you get a rating? I, a, lot of, a lot of these things will send out a rating on how you went. I did. I, I wasn't sure if it was taking the piss because I got a very good rating. Nice, man. What did uh, you get? I got an A. and a predi- I got an A+. Plus. Well, that's not too bad, but... I'm pre- <laughs> too bad. Predicted to finish top. Oh, I mean, my A's not too bad. I'm predicted to finish first. So, yeah, I was second. Thirteen. They give me it's thirteen yeah. and two to finish second. Fifteen. Like, oh. Fifteen and zero for me. Whoa! <laughs> so, I, don't I, will, I will say that you asked me a lot of questions beforehand, so I'm taking that. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was taking the piss, so I, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to share it with anyone in my league. <laughs> Be like, oh, guys, look at this, and they're like, yeah, that's look at just, this. I got an A. That's just a piss taking yeah. enough, but. Nice, I know. Good so there we go. I suppose it just depends how I trade and how I manage my players throughout the year. But that's it. Yeah, that's it. One injury or two injuries can really fuck you anyway. So I'm off to a good start. Fingers yeah. crossed, mate. I want to actually peruse your team. You have to send it to me later. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you a look. But yeah, good luck to all yeah. the all the all the lads going through yeah. the drafts this week. Hopefully fantasy that season, baby. Let's go. Speaking of fantasy, onto our punting side of things. Now you. Uh, missed last week. Uh, like I said, I've missed the last two, I reckon, by one leg. So mm. I'm going to – it's handed back over to you and then I'm going to take the reins again next week, depending on how you – if you win, then you got the reins. But, All right. Um, that, yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't mind that. It's like um, yeah. 
when you're shooting threes. If you get one in, you get, you get another game. Yeah, you go again. Winner, winner stays on. All right. So uh, my bet for this week, I'm not sure if the listeners will remember from a, a few weeks ago. I went to yeah. We're rehashing. We have to rehash. We're rehashing because it's still live. So I went to put a bet on for the preseason games and just went to sports bet and bang next next available games. Put it on. Turns out it's for round one. So I'm going to rehash that bet here. So I've gone for the Bagels, into the Eagles, into the Panthers, into the Chiefs. Yeah. Just a little four-leg multi. I've got that boosted on um, Sportsbet at $6.52. Nice. So nice. not Again, that is still next week. but Still next week, you- yeah. You've got the beauty sent to you it's this week because I'm using my phone as a camera for all our YouTube watches. I did. So I can't beauty, look at what the beauty, the beauty has got. got flipped so. through to me. So, Which is this week's games. <laughs> it will be this week's games, luckily. So um, something for everyone to cheer on this week. So he's gone with college football. College. College stats. So he's gone for Illinois at Indiana. North Carolina at Appalachian State. <laughs> yep, you, Appalachian State. Appalachian. Yeah. Hey, we got You've travelled. <laughs> <laughs> More than me, surprisingly. Uh, UTSA, which is the University of Texas out of San Antonio, at home. And Nevada, at home. So, again, four-leg multi. This is he's, this is very juicy, which, you know, that's the nature of the bet. He's got mm. this at $21. 21 so, Four four leg multi twenty one dollars heaps of value there. Throw yeah. throw a little bit at it, and that's that's obviously going to be games. I think this Saturday our time. Saturday, and I think there's one on Sunday. I'm just yeah. I, I try and keep across, and we this is probably a little bit of breaking news as well. I try and keep across the college. Those those four, especially like Nevada and that, they're they're going to be pretty tight games. Um, but break yeah, a little bit of breaking news. I haven't actually worked it out with him, but. We've got Trent Boglis, who people might remember won our competition yep. three or four the weeks ago. Better beer pack. He's a bit more of a college nuffy than I am. And in, in coming weeks, we're going to get him on and he's going to do like a college chat. You know, once a month, he's going to come on and say how the college ball's going. So Awesome. He hasn't committed, but he's been put on notice. He's, put on, <laughs> he's been put on blast now. He's been put on blast, but that's yeah. It. And so he, can, exciting. He, he can give us a rundown of, you know, who's looking good in the college system, what teams are that's dominating. That's exactly what so, I said, yeah. Uh, that's, yep. that's brilliant. I look forward to that. So, we've made it, mate. That was a, a bigger episode with uh, a couple of know, guests. Michael Cunningham that's okay. yeah, yeah. coming on. Um, and then uh, the Drew Cave, which was very exciting. So I thank those two for coming on. But make sure, make sure, yeah, you go on and have a look at the Drew Caves. Socials the Drew Cave is incredible. Because yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. I put up a small, small snippet, and yeah, yeah, there was a lot of views and a lot of likes for it. Yeah, so. go, go, follow, go down the rabbit hole and have a little look. And uh, just well, see, I've started. See what he's put together. Of, I'm getting a lot of shit to start my own. Yeah, I love that. That's good. Yeah, but I branch out. I've got a cut. Hang on, this was. I'm not just getting just the Packers. I've got the Seahawks signed by DK Metcalf. There we go. So That's all right. We're getting there. I've, I've got to, don't tell the missus. I've got two more on the way. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll look good. You mount them up all, all four in a row on the wall. Then. They're going to look They're going to look awesome. Hanging somewhere. We'll start to have to the, share. The YouTube followers will love it. We'll have to share photos of, of your man cave, mate. So. Yes, we will get there. But Beautiful. I haven't got it in front of me. Let's see how we go off the top of my head. If you like our podcast, Ooh, good luck. Timmy's podcast, good luck. <laughs> um, 
Oh, fuck that already. How good is that? So if you like the podcast... You want to like, subscribe. Five-star rating. Turn on the notifications. <laughs> you got to subscribe to YouTube now. you got to do all the subscriptions. That's okay. It's um, easy to do. One click. It is. It is one click. Uh, and oh, also, give yourself that little reminder that, that tells yeah. you, because this is going to be that's, an early one today. That's actually... That's another that's click, okay. but that's all right. It's two two clicks. That's not hard. <laughs> There's a few clicks. But, actually, clicks, but then you go across every social platform, so it's a few clicks. Just, but Just get on there, all the socials. Just, uh, <laughs> so it's easy to do. You only got to do it once. Once you subscribe. It is. Easy. It is. But also, tell your friends, your family, your neighbours, uh, your dog walker, I reckon, this week, if you've got one. That's not Somebody's a bad one. Walk our own we ones. walk yeah. I walk our own, so I'll tell myself. But, but if you're a dog walker, I imagine you're listening to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I love that. Perfect one just to slot in there and... and um, have a listen to while you're walking the pooches. Yep. This will be the tough bit. Twitter, AGSAU podcast. Instagram is anygivensunday.au. And then TikTok, Facebook. YouTube. Oh, what's our last one? YouTube or all Any Given Sunday Australia. Off the top of my head, after 14 weeks, I've fucking done a ride, I reckon. It's, it's burned an impression into your brain. So how could you it has. I say it a lot, which yeah. is bad. But yeah. Well done, mate. No, nah, thank you very much. Good mate. job. And, and just, again, great great work on the scoop with – oh, not really the scoop, yeah, but just great work on, scoop. on landing Alan Lazard. So, yeah, make sure you yeah. keep, keep an eye out for that one on Father's Day, everybody, because, yes. Yeah. Late Sunday. Well, mid-afternoon mid Sunday, that'll be out, I reckon. Bit of easy Sunday listening. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. I, it's good to have you back, mate. Great to be back. Yes. Back, back the in the Packers. lab. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love that Jackie went with that last week too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's got too much mm. love on from other people about your hmm. It's not mm. good. No, it's good. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, brother.